Hello, you're listening to Strong and Motivated, where you will find stories, words of encouragement, and scriptures intended to motivate you to positive action. I'm your host, and my name is Kina Small. In the last episode, I talked about relationships, but the main focus was friendships. This episode, I want the focus to be on relationships overall. I felt God prompting me to put more emphasis on how we can have good relationships in every aspect of our lives, or how we can deal with people more positively, whether it's being in the checkout line at the store, at work, in church, at home, or at school. I would like to emphasize this portion of the podcast is not referring in any way to an abusive relationship. If you feel you are in an abusive relationship, please talk with someone and get help. There are stages in every relationship and I would first like to look at those stages. There are four stages that I would like to reference. The first stage in a relationship is the honeymoon stage. I personally like to think of it from a gardening aspect, so I will call it the planting stage and reference gardening periodically. But for now, we'll use the honeymoon stage. Many of you are more than likely aware of this or heard of this stage before. If you haven't heard, it's the stage where all is right and good in your world. Generally speaking, nothing is wrong and nothing can possibly go wrong because you pretty much look over everything. It's the easy stage. This is the stage where forgiveness comes easy because it's all exciting and fun. Even in friendships, this stage is the same. You have a friend that says something off and you let it go. You never address it. It doesn't matter because the most important thing is making the relationship work and besides, you have a new friend or a new person in your life. And that is most important, the most important thing that you can think of, so we think. You know what I mean? Right. You could possibly be in this stage right now, or perhaps you're moving into the next stage and aren't aware of it. I'll get to that in a few. I must add, there are times when something should be addressed, and then times when you make the decision it really isn't worth it. That would be a pick your battle moment. The honeymoon stage is the daring stage. Remember when dating or starting out fresh in a relationship, you would do whatever within reason, to please your person. And I must add, there are times when going overboard wasn't the best choice either. We do this in parenting too. You're excited with the new little sweet bundle of joy and spin like crazy, fulfilling a need you suspect the baby might have, when in actuality, it's probably some need you have that could use some attention. I remember when I started having our babies, We had them pretty close, and I love shopping for new things. I'm a very good bargain shopper. I also like being organized and making things look nice. I didn't realize years ago that the reason I shopped so much, even if I found bargains, there was something else happening there. A baby doesn't need 10 pair of shoes or multiple coats and other items that the baby will grow out of before wearing them. What I did was shop And then I would organize everything in the closet really neat and look at how nice it looked and take a picture. I was doing what I loved. I loved photography, taking pictures of nice things I put together, including food and home decor. 
I could have started an influencer site way back then. Definitely a forerunner in that. The point I'm making is when we are in the honeymoon stage of a relationship and excited about the new experience, we can make choices that are right, like buying new clothes for the baby, but we can go about it the wrong way. Being excited about a relationship is wonderful, but there is a balance we must keep. You can get married and be tempted to want everything perfect and start spending beyond your budget just because you want everything perfect and nice. The idea of wanting it and the reason could be all good, but the timing could be off. The honeymoon or the planting stage is a beautiful stage. It's like the first day of school for some, or the first date. It's the wonderful stage of love and laughter at its best, or the making of it in our minds, even if it's not true love. It's the feeling of excitement beyond our everyday feelings in life. You get what I mean? It's the beginning of something new. It could be a new job, new baby, or it could be the time when you decided you wanted to make a change in your life. Perhaps you repented and prayed to Jesus wanting to become a Christian. You gave your all to Christ. You were so excited about the newness of it all. You had great expectations because you knew this time it would be different. And all was well because you knew God would take care of you and all your needs, right? Sure, because the Bible says so. You didn't doubt in your heart because you knew that wasn't good and you just trusted God and waited as you began to see how this new relationship unfolded. Yes, there were mistakes along the way, but you stayed with it because you knew this was the best thing you had found in a long time. Can you relate to anything like that in any relationship? Thinking it was the best thing you ever found? When talking about God, that is true. God is the best, and that will never change. If something changes, it is with us. We allow other things to get in our way. With other relationships, it's good until you begin to think of other things. Thoughts begin to emerge. If you are a parent, you might think someone's baby or child is smarter, or at least it seems a child is smarter than your child. Some parent is always making reference to their child or how wonderful their hunk of a husband is, if you're married, in all he does, or perhaps it's the boss you loved in the beginning, and now it seems the new person on the job is getting all the attention. What has changed? More than likely, you have just entered into the second stage of your relationship. This stage can come at different times for each of us. It can be earlier in the relationship or later. You would have to assess with your personal life and recognize which stage for yourself. Okay, so listen to this. I am now going to use the gardening reference. Think of it like this. You decide you want a garden. This is the planting stage, of course. You purchase all the necessary items needed. You fertilize and cultivate the ground. You plant and you water your seed. Weeks have gone by and the little seedlings have emerged. They grow and look so nice. You tell everyone how excited you are about the prospect of having a bountiful harvest. And you are so pleased with yourself and your choices until something happens. That something is called weeds. It's the same with life. All right, here you have it. 
The weed stage has emerged. This is the stage where little intruders have started to show up and you recognize things look different than before. It's not as pretty and you aren't prone to show it off at this point. These little intruders, or they could be big at this point, that depends on how long it's been since you tended your garden or the area in your life needing attention. In this stage, you must first ask yourself, how did it get this way? Recognizing it is your garden and then ask the why. This is what the Bible states in Romans chapter 12, verse one and two. Therefore, I urge brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. NIV. I believe what this means is what we do in life is for the purpose of living a life pleasing to God and allowing others to see Christ in us as this is a part of the way we worship. We must not allow our minds to embrace thoughts that do not align with the Word of God. The Bible states in Philippians 4.8, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think on these things. We must be careful and watchful concerning the thoughts we think. In light of the scripture, one must think about our relationship situations and line them up and view them with the lens of the Word of God. We must not view them based on what others are doing in their life or what others could possibly think. This is my personal reference. I've had plenty of experience in the area of gardening. I've gardened since the age of 10 and grew up having several acre gardens for our growing family of eight. I know when the weeds emerge, whether gardening or in real life situations concerning relationships, it starts with me. I must first recognize the problem and that is better sooner than later. It's the little things that could have emerged in the planting or the honeymoon stage. Weeds start growing from under the soil and they are very tiny in the beginning. If you look at the garden from a distance, you will not see them. It's only when you get up close that you will see them. As a gardener, I am responsible for my garden. It's the same for relationships. I have to do my part. I know you have to look at the garden every day and assess all intruders. You have to weed out everything, including animals like preparing for intrusion from birds, deer if you live where I do, raccoons if you're growing corn, I could go on and on. What I am saying is there is prep work needed from the beginning. It is not wise to start a garden or a relationship without noticing from the very beginning possible areas or problems that could arise. And when they do arise, take care of it right away. The weeding stage, if started early on, is a pleasantry actually if you are familiar with the process beforehand. You expect it and you're ready for it. Let me give you an example of what I mean. Before my husband and I married, I visited his apartment with my sister before we all headed out for a bite to eat. He lived alone in a one bedroom. I had never seen his place before. This was weeks before we were to wed and I would be moving into the apartment with him. Keep in mind, I am organized and I like making things look pretty. 
I noticed his kitchen table was full, and when I say full, I mean full. It was full of newspapers and mail. I thought it unusual and messy, of course, but didn't dare mention it. When I say never mentioned it, I mean just that. I never mentioned it, even after we were married, and he continued with the same paper trail process. He loves keeping papers. It's a fact. It became a problem for me, but in the planting or the honeymoon stage, I just picked up and organized it all the best I could, and he kept stacking. It became a way of life. What if I had asked a question early on? Perhaps I could have asked if he would be willing to work with me on keeping our place organized in the paper process and came up with a system that worked for both of us. I didn't do that, and the weeds continued growing. I realized later we had to make a change, and we did, somewhat. At this point in my life, I had to recognize I had entered a new stage, and that stage is called the commitment stage. There were many aspects of my relationship with my husband that required me to remember the planting or the honeymoon stage and why we married in the first place. Can anyone relate to that? In friendships or other relationships, you also have to look at why you became friends or why you took the job in the first place. I think in every relationship, you have to figure out how committed you are to the relationship. I align my relationship with God's word and realized that my commitment was to God, my family, my husband. We just had to figure out a way we could work together for the long haul. Being committed in a relationship is a choice like anything else. You choose to work in the relationship with the other person for the good of the relationship and those involved in your circle, or you don't. I've been married over 30 years and my husband and I have had the pleasure of experiencing the last stage together. The last stage, is the harvesting stage. When you do all the necessary things in relationship, like planting and weeding, as well as committing to continuing for the long haul, you will experience the harvesting together. We have six adult children. He committed to working hard and serving our family as a man of God, husband and a father. I committed to the same as a wife and a mother. It's not been picture perfect, of course, my husband is now disabled and we are still committed and working towards the same goals as we tend and weed, expecting a great and continual harvest until the end of our time. How about you? How does your garden grow? There are several important aspects to having a good relationship and I believe it starts with understanding your relationship with yourself and with God. If you are in a relationship with Christ, how is that going for you? Are you doing your part and weeding out all unnecessary thoughts and everything that would exalt itself above God? Are you making time in your day to cultivate that relationship? In all of our relationships we have, this one is most important. Going forward, let's renew our minds daily and spend time in God's Word so we can build our faith and trust in the one who can and will help us through all the relationships we encounter. All right then, until next time.